Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Green Island. I'm joined by a man who's deep in his own ring of steel. My co-captain, Damo. How are we, sir? Thanks very much, Munchie. Good afternoon to you and everyone. Thanks very much, Munchie. Good afternoon to you and everyone. Thanks very much, Munchie. Good afternoon to you and everyone. Thanks very much, Mac. How you going, man? <laughs> oh, no, we've locked him straight away. All right, that's it. I thought he's taking a little long there to get back to me. All right, I'm changing the thing. Back to what it was. All right, are you there? Hello? Greeno, <laughs> this is fun. Hey, there, there you are. <laughs> wow. Nice, Gary. For the last 45 seconds, I'm like, this is not the start of the show we really want. This is not, no. it's not boding well. No, the I, ring came of steel. In, I came in hot with like, thanks, thanks very much, you. Good afternoon, you and everyone. Yeah. And like, I was expecting a laugh or something, and I was waiting for you to go, thanks. For fuck's sake, Bear, would you stop rehearsing? You sound fine. Thanks Why? very much, Max. Thanks very much, Max. Hmm. Nah, none of that, because all I could hear was... <laughs> nice, As fucking usual. As fucking usual wow. on this show, we're off to a flying start. Can we just open with a bit of story time? I like time? stories about yeah, So about five past eight tonight, our mm. time, uh, which would have been five past six a.m. on the East Coast, your time. I send Greeno a little message on two platforms, Twitter and yeah. via text message. I'm like, hey, yeah. uh, I don't have a rundown, and I need the rundown yeah. to like get all the little clips and little articles that Greeno wants to discuss on the show tonight. So I yeah. end up getting it at, like, what was it, like 25 past 8? I get a message back. 20 past 8, yeah. 20 past 8. Yeah. And it's like, oh, sorry, I sent it to my own email account. Nice, Gary! <laughs> Instead of your email account. Spot on. So, you know, it's, it's been a hectic, hectic week, man. So uh, basically uh, a bit of my own story time in, in response to your like story. I stories time about pinatas. Was in between the 58 different things I was doing yesterday afternoon. One mm. of them is to quickly write the rundown, send it over to you. Yep. I don't think about it again. I don't check it. I just fucking write it. I send it. You ignore it anyway. Yes. So I don't, I, I'm not too, not too phased. Why is this about me now? Why am I the bad guy? <laughs> I ignore ah, it anyway. Right. I can't ignore something you don't send. <laughs> yeah, spot on. Okay. So, so anyway, I sent it off last night. I don't bother checking, thinking about it again. Yeah. So anyway, I jump on here because you're always like, look, don't, no point doing sound check early. Let's just stroll in hmm. five minutes before the show. That's how we roll. We jump yep. in, we plug it all in, and we're good. To, we're all good. Yep. So I jump it's in. Easy. I open up the, I open up the emails literally like five minutes before the show's meant to start, and I'm like. Uh-huh. Why is the block run down in my inbox? Yes. And then I realized my mistake of fuck, I've sent it to the block email, not your email. You dick. And then once again, because I don't I, I don't really pay much attention to like my phone or my computer at any point during the day. Like mm. I'm very antisocial. You should know that by now. I Thank know you that by now. Respond. Correct. So so you've sent me text messages, sent me DMs and stuff, and I haven't bothered to look at any screen for the last couple of hours. Yeah. And then suddenly I look and I'm like, I've got a DM, I've got a message, and I'm like, oh shit, what's going on here? Realize we're five minutes before airtime and you're chasing up the rundown. Flying blind over here. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. 
I like stories well, about pinatas. My, my apologies. I opened the kimono. Mm. Uh, completely my fuck up. So apologies for that. No, that's fair enough. It's not worth a sorry book. Um, I do have another little quick little story time for you. Though. I like stories about pinatas. And the whole reason that, like, when you threw to me, I opened with "Thanks for making my you Good afternoon, you and everyone." Is because lately I've been falling asleep listening to the older Billy Buckingham, Birmingham, yes. Buckingham and uh, a lot of people yeah. really enjoy his his tapes, you know, <laughs> the Twelfth Man, yes, Birmingham, yes, <laughs> you know. I've been listening to them going to sleep, and so what? I went back and listened to the old Wide World of Sports two for like a uh, week, and yeah. that 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 really is like because you forget because Final Dig was so good and Boned was so good. Bill Laurie's uh, wasn't that as good as those two. No. I think Final Dig is probably Bill my favorite. This is your life. It's probably the worst one. Yeah, uh, it's just yeah. it's just not the right. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it gets the best out of him. You know. No, it was yeah. It was, it was pretty average. Definitely, uh, if you if you're ranking them, it's dead last, yeah. and not by a little bit, by a long way. Yeah. Well, I think Final Dig is probably like my favorite, followed by Boned. But then I listened to the old Wide World of Sports, uh, two. And I'm like, man, this this fucking really is the way. After this one, th that's the direction he went with all of the other ones. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. full story mode, like the background. It, it was mode. performance art. It was basically yeah. a a video movie. Uh, sorry, uh, a movie on on radio, yeah, like, like a radio serial. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, Doing every yeah, and, voice, and, you know. Like, yeah, it was ridiculous. creating a narrative. And just absolutely nailed it. It was, it was so good. Yeah. So, thanks very much, Matthew. Good afternoon to you. Nice, Gary. <laughs> you think how much of our humour, like people, like guys our age who were into cricket and stuff growing up, how much of our humour is shaped by Billy Birmingham, do you think? I reckon a lot. Have we lost Greeno again? Oh, there he is. Can you hear me? This is really fucking going well. Too. Nice, Gary. This is utterly fantastic. I mean, I tell you, I love doing this kind of a show. We're so professional here at the block. That's what you come back for every time. I know. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, we're just so freaking professional. Week in, week out, flawless technicals. I mean, we're just the best there has ever been. Are, are you there now? <laughs> I, can, I heard his chair. Nice, Gary! This is fantastic. I'd like to welcome my co-host tonight, Dead Air. There he is. For a, for a moment. <laughs> Old Dead Air Greeno over here. Nice, Gary! It's fantastic. Well, I, I heard a snicker then. I heard a laugh. <sighs> well, I guess we'll just sit here then. <laughs> All right. While Greeno's getting back, this is one thing I saw earlier in the week. After the Tokyo Olympics, the athletes have returned home to Australia to find that they have to quarantine in Sydney for two weeks, but then to return to Adelaide, they have to quarantine again once they get to Adelaide because there's a quarantine interstate as well as international. Uh, something wrong with the audio, mate. I can hear nice Gary's, but not you. Oh, there we go. I got you back now. We're okay. back online. Holy shit, man. So, we're doing well it's here be, tonight. It's a good show. It's going to be a rough show because oh. your, your audio is cutting out constantly. Is it really? And 
I, I just heard another 45 seconds of crackle there. So hopefully it's uh, the, the bugs are all gone. Okay, well. Nice, Gary! I can I can hear not I can hear three nice Garys, which further goes to my point from a couple of weeks ago, hmm. overuse of the nice Garys. Because I heard three of them in the time I couldn't. Well, hear I had to do something. There was nothing <laughs> here. There was just dead silence, Greeno. There was nothing going on. And then when I I'm like, all right, we'll talk about the story. Then got a little groove on. You interrupted me again. Nice Gary. Interrupted the story, Greeno. I think I think he's gone again. Holy shit. <laughs> I think he's dropped out again. Hang on. All right. There might be something on my end that's really fucking up here. Let's have a look. Okay. Let's try that. Can he hear me now? No, probably not. How about now? Probably not. (laughs) Okay. This is going to be our greatest ever podcast. I'm sure of it. I love it when this kind of shit happens. <laughs> you got so, me? Yeah, I, I've got you. Can you hear me? I've got you. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can. Ooh, you just keep okay. on. I get I get you for like 25, 30 seconds, and yeah. then I just hear nothing nothing but crackle for like mm, maybe maybe it's bit. something bad like a channel in my mixer or something now that you come to mention it. Maybe dude, because yeah, I, uh, I can hear the nice Gary's clean. Yeah. They're coming through fine. It's it's your mic that I can't hear at okay. all. Yeah. Cause the way um, I so it's not for since what the show's fucking basically destroyed now anyway we're just going to go full kimono open both sides greeno just full yeah. exposure so yeah the, nah, it's fine the way i pipe greeno in is i do a mix minus so maybe my it's like my secondary you know my post fx channel maybe that's getting a little fucky because i wouldn't know i can't hear it i he, yeah. you you hear it only i don't hear it at my end i i get like yeah. the direct um you know, the direct monitoring straight off the board. So I don't hear what's going yeah. out on that channel. So maybe it's, maybe it's something like that. So anyway, maybe, if it is yeah. like, I've had a good run out of this board. I've probably had it for like three and a half years and it gets just fucking <laughs> smashed. It's on 24 hours a day, you know? So I reckon nice, Gary. if it's, if it's done its job, then, you know, fair enough. All right. We'll send it out on a high. Good job. Yeah. We'll get a little upgrade or something and then we'll see how we go. So anyway, uh, hopefully we don't fuck out then from now on, but at least I think I know what to do if we do. So any, should we edit out all of that, like 10 minutes of fucking awkward dead air from the podcast, or should we just leave it in there and annoy everybody? Um, I'd probably delete it. Really? Probably a good I don't idea. like editing stuff like that. No, nah, I don't like editing either. I think we, we need to kind of like play the show, kind of start the show again, pretending the show didn't exist whilst not restarting the show, if you will. That's going to be complicated. I don't even understand the proposition. Nah, blockheads, millions tuning in right around the world. Ah, thanks very hey. much, everyone. Good show as always. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Greeno, <laughs> did you hear the Olympics just wrapped up? There we go. That's how we do it, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Olympics, all done, all finished, all, yeah. all done and dusted. Hey, and Aussie's by the home. way, greatest ever Olympics for uh, Australian athletes, I think. Yeah, we Correct. were six on the fucking, six on the tally, Greeno. 
Six. Yeah, not too bad. Six, 17 gold medals. Um, I think 39. Actually, no, it was more than that. 40-odd uh, overall. So there's uh, like there's points. like 25 million of us. How many Germans is there? Is there like 80 million in Germany or something like that? I'm not, I'm not good with the geography, sir. Okay. Yeah. I think it's around like – I think because they're, they're like a similar population size to the UK, which is around 60, 70 million people, something like that. Yeah. So, Fair enough. Anyway, so yeah, they we beat them by like fucking streets, man. Smashed them. Smashed them. Smashed them. Little old yeah. Australia. And it was and it's gotta be said, it's gotta be fair. And a nice Gary nice too. Nice Gary. Uh the girls greener. Chauvinists and sexists and misogynists and chauvinists and sexists. Like the girls were the ones who fucking brought it home. They smashed it. Oh, 100%. Smashed it. So fucking on the Aussie chicks, a great, you know, a great Olympic Games. The worst Olympics preparation-wise probably that anybody's ever had to do, any athlete. And they, you know, they came out the other end. But then they came out the other end. They trashed the hotel room on the way out. Remember that? (laughs) On the way out of Tokyo. Yeah, the hotel trash. We had the the drunkenness on the flight home. Yes, that's right. I forgot about that one. That was fun too. And so then they arrive uh, in Australia to be told that not only do they have to serve two weeks, and I'm going to say serve, two weeks quarantine at a Sydney hotel, but then to go back to their state in South Australia, these particular athletes here, they then have to serve another two-week quarantine when they get to South Australia. So they'll basically be in a hotel room for a month after getting home from the fucking Olympic Games, Greeno. So no, no, you know, like no parade down Main Street if you're from a little country town or something. You can't even see your parents. You know what I mean? You can't see anybody. You're stuck in a fucking hotel room. All right, here's Netflix and here's Uber Eats. Fucking go now. I'm sure they're going to love just laying around, uh, eating KFC a lot, you know. I mean, they're only yeah, athletes. Pound up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. all carbs anyway, isn't it? I've I've heard a lot of outrage at this demo, yeah. um, where it's like this is unfair, it's unreal. This is this is un-Australian. This is you know we're not showing the Olympic athletes the the respect they deserve for for, for toiling hard and doing our nation proud. Yeah. I, I kind of take a different mentality. My theory is fuck them. <laughs> um, yeah. Reason being is you know I've been stuck inside my house. You're in a ring of steel, sir. Yeah. These guys got to go over to Japan. They got to run their little fucking race. They got to experience <laughs> Olympic glory. They got to get a first-class flight back home. They get to stay in first-class accommodation. Another 14 days, fuck them. Like, they, they can stay <laughs> there. Nice, Gary. I care. I don't think that it's like any of – because I find all that stuff equally, like, douchebaggy like you do. Like, oh, they're the greatest heroes. Treat them with yeah. respect. That kind of shit doesn't interest me. Mm. I just think it's dumb. Like, I just dumb. think it's a dumb thing to do because they've already done two weeks quarantine after getting into country. So, like, under police escort now, they'll they'll yep. go from Sydney Airport to Adelaide Airport, will, we, where they will now have to spend another two weeks in another fucking hotel. It's insanity. It's just dumb. I'm like, I'm not fucking sucking their dicks because they're good athletes. I just yep. I look at stuff like that and go, that is so fucking dumb. Um, Pretty fucking dumb. Here's a little news report for you. If if it wants to load, the internet's being really fucky to us tonight, Greeno. It does it's, not yeah. like us did, at did all. Did you get a vaccine during the week? It's kind of reversed the five G <laughs> from the first vaccine. Oh, that could be it. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah. no, yeah, because we've had a good run since the wife got dosed up. Mm. Um, and we we haven't had one cutout because so she's now become somewhere. like a tower, you know, like a you know, yeah, 
So I'm thinking someone's radio. now got a dose that's interrupting the, the feed. We've had nothing but bad luck so far tonight. <laughs> this video is not available in your location. Nice! Because I'm in the ring of steel, Greeno. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not allowed. You know, the video might be might be carrying the virus in or out. We can't can't have the nice videos contained. Game. In the ring of steel. Oh, we're so just keeping good. you. We're just keeping you safe there, citizen. We can't have you viewing that content from uh, another no. state in your own country. I mean, that would be obviously in violation of the health orders. Nice, Gary. Yeah. Got to I, keep I, I don't want. Safe. I don't want the army rocking up, knocking on your door, going. No. I think you're trying to like look at a video outside your jurisdiction, yeah. there, sir. Um, There's nothing for you out there, young man. <laughs> Stay inside. We might not have access to that video demo and uh, the Olympians might have to spend another 14 days in quarantine in South Australia. But I'll tell you what is still essential though, demo. Uh, what doesn't need to be locked down? What? Hollywood films. Oh, no, nice, Gary. Um, the good news is I saw this a little bit earlier. So I talked about the stupidity of my area mm. um, down there in the South Coast. God's country we, down there, by the way, down the South Coast. Lovely part of yeah. the world. We've had we've had no COVID down here. I think we had one case in the last eight weeks, and then we had one dickhead rock up this week. Uh, so the first one was the baby bunting, wasn't it? But first one was, was baby first, bunting. First one case didn't spread anywhere else. One case rocked up, casual contact. But you better lock us down just to be safe. And it wasn't um, it wasn't in Jim's bondage shack. We discovered last week. No, no, we worked that out. It was all good yeah. there. Now uh, this week someone's rocked up, and here's here's where it gets a little bit interesting mm -hmm. because they rocked up to a bunch of places I went to on the exact same day. Ah, oh, so like they're tailing you, Greeno. Yeah, like they uh, they rocked up to a Dan Murphy's, and I'm like, okay. oh, hang on, which Dan Murphy's? And and then we checked the location. I'm like, You've oh, got shit, a couple of Dan Murphy options around you, don't you? Like you don't always have to go to the same one. I do go to the same one though. Oh, okay. Um, but this one happened to be the one I went to on the exact same day. So then I'm checking mm. hours, and I'm like, all good, because I'm a I'm a crack of dawn, dude. I hate people, dude. You know me. I yep. hate people. Yep. I don't like them. I don't want to be around them. I don't want to speak to them. <laughs> I don't want to smell them. Uh, just. Anywhere, if I see people, I'm, I'm agitated. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, so you get, you get to the end of your rope very quickly. And somebody like a stranger can go up to Greeno and very politely say, hi, how are you going? And he'd be like, yeah. fine, what are you asking me for? You yeah, know, I like, don't like it. I don't, I don't like the interaction. <laughs> no. So I, I get up at fucking Sparrows on a Saturday. I, it's my one day a week I'm allowed out of the house. I get my shopping all done yeah. nice and early. Mm. Now, I, we discussed on the show previously, my aim is to get the groceries the fruit and veg, the meat, hmm. anything else I need to do done yep. by 8.59. Yes. Now, the reason being is Dan Murphy's doesn't open till 9 a.m. Right. And so your but, supermarket, that would be an 8 a.m. open on a Saturday, would it? Or? Uh, 7 a.m. open. So Ooh, we're, okay. we're, we're there, we're good, there early. Seven's so, a good time because that's uh, – I've, I've said to my wife before, like, when you're up at yeah. that time of day when the sun's coming up and you get that little mist coming off the grass and shit, that's a beautiful, beautiful. time. Wind the window down in the car greener. Even though it's yeah. winter, it's fucking freezing, but you want to get beautiful. that fresh air in and fresh. Uh, and then get off the streets before all of the other fucking plebs start hitting it, Greener. That's the beauty. You get yeah. there, there's no one in the store. It's fantastic. Right. I don't have to get the with fresh people. fucking bread. You know, the fresh yeah. meat that's come in that morning. Baker's Delight isn't even open at that point. As I'm walking out, Fucking they've got nice. the fresh loaves coming out, yep. ready to go. It's beautiful. The only now, other time, I mean, the only other time, sorry to interrupt your story. I'll just. Uh, I like uh, stories about pinatas. The only other time to go shopping, I think, ideal is like before the store closes. So it like half yeah. an hour before it closes. But when you, when you do the morning shop, like, you know, I think this is generally true for me and most other people. The morning shop is the shit like 
eggs, bread, milk, meat, uh, juice, snacks for the day, whatever you're going to need, right? But the mm-hmm. the late night shop is generally more like Doritos, alcohol, cigarettes. <laughs> so it's you you know I don't mind either going first thing in the morning or very late at night. But it's you you wouldn't go late at night to get your eggs and your milk and your toast, right? You wouldn't do that. So yeah. you know, but late at night is fine too. But then late at night also, Greeny, it's a different clientele in the supermarket. It is as a very well. different clientele. It's also you're dealing with more pissed off staff as well That's because right. they just want you out of the store. And I know that because I worked in the supermarket for for pretty much a decade. Yep. And anyone that came in just before close, hated them. Yeah. Because I'm like, fuck mate, you've had you've had the whole day to get here. I, and now I, you're impacting my ability to leave and pack up. Yeah. I did I did supermarkets for like four or five years myself. And I I looking back now, I think I liked the the late shift better than getting there at like six in the morning. I think it, it was probably better to start at like midday and finish at eight or nine o'clock at night when the store closed. Cause it's a different mm. after four, like after everybody else goes home at like three or four in the afternoon, it's a totally different yeah. vibe in there. And the it nighttime is, is. staff are more fun than the daytime staff. They, they definitely are. The morning staff are the serious people. They're the people yep. with families. They're the people that, you know, just yeah. want to like do their shift, lock, knock off. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at now. So oh, I'm kind man. of weird. The amount of hours they paid me to just fuck around. <laughs> like, because mm. no, like none of the bosses are there. So, of course, all of the people who are just there to fuck around, just fuck around. Out smoking That's cigarettes the- and just standing around drinking coffee. No, it's not busy. So nobody cares. That's a be- that's the a best. Very time. good point. Bosses aren't there at night. The nighttime no. bosses are the lapses bosses. So I, I used to. I was a nighttime boss myself. Yep. Hence, lapses. I like boss. stories um, about pinatas. But the manager of the overall store was very lax because she was a smoker too. Mm. So it was like that's look, handy, it's, all, isn't it? it's all piss takes. It's all piss takes in the afternoon, the night. You know, you do your work, you do your pack up, you make sure everything's cleaned down, and yep. then it's just moco time yeah. while you're on the clock. Yeah, you only at nighttime. You only have to do enough to not be a problem. As Ooh. as long as you do that, like we would just do the bare minimum. Make sure the place is clean for the people who start in the morning, and you yeah, know they you, they won't ever bother you. Then you can just the do judges. You want. The judges of your performance were not the people in the store at the time. That's right. It was the people who opened the next morning. Correct. So as oh, long as you as long as you left them a clean shop, no matter how much fucking around you did at night, didn't matter. They would love you because they're like, "Hey, yep. uh, Greeno does the best cleaner." Yep. Like he left us everything prepped. It's all good. We're good to go. It was so easy to yep. set up in the morning. Yep. They love your work, not knowing that I sat there and just rolled a ball of Glad wrap for fucking two hours. Yeah. On on company time. Exactly. Doesn't matter like, because the stuff you can do your prep work in like forty five minutes, and then mm-hmm. you've got like another four or five hours of your shift to burn. And that's yeah, when the fun exactly. begins, you know. So the nighttime, mm-hmm. anyway. Long story short, nighttime crew was always better than daytime crew. I think. Yeah, I, I forget what the point of this story was. Ah, that's what it was. Fuck so story. stories about pinatas. Good story. So anyway, do the grocery shopping in the morning. Uh, out of there for eight fifty nine because I want to get the damn Murphy spot on open with because yes. that's the best clientele as well. They're the raging alcoholics. The True. ones that are there that are so keen for a drink yep. that they they're outside the store before the Dan Murphy's opens, just waiting for those yeah. the shutters to go. I up. know the feeling That's- too because they're normally like I don't know about you in my area they're normally older guys, so it'll be a lot like, of older guys. Yeah, sixty year olds because I love going yep. to the the bottle shop at that time of day because it makes me feel young. Because I walk yeah. in there and they're all like yeah, fucking grizzly old grey haired dudes. Just you know, you, you know, you can tell an alcoholic when you see one. 
Yeah. You know, and they're just like, or they might just be going to work or whatever, but I kind of stroll in there and I'm like, yeah, all right, I've still got 20 years. <laughs> you know, I can still, yeah. I can feeling make young, it. Feeling young, feeling fresh. Yeah. Spot on. Absolutely. So knock that off early, uh, get out there, realize that uh, later in the day, thankfully, midday, someone rocked up to the exact same Dan Murphy's, bit of COVID, mm. fucked it for everyone. What time? So thankfully, a uh, couple of hours after, four hours ah, after. So I'm all sweet. Beautiful. We're all good. Which gets me back to the original point of this story. Because I'm like, where the fuck was I going with this? Mm. Uh, our whole suburb now, which we were hoping was going to be out of lockdown pretty soon, yep. now back in hard lockdown. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> not, not, because we've had no cases for eight weeks. And, no and our zero number, cases, Greta. Zero. Zero cases, not, not one case for eight weeks, but we're in lockdown the entire time. Fuck. Our, our local member was trying to get us out of the lockdown so the kids could at least go back to school. And then this dickhead fucked it up for everyone uh, in one oh, week. Now, yeah, you I'm know, like, oh, I, well, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. This dickhead fucked it up for everyone. But ultimately, it's the, the politicians who make the decision. It's not, it's not the dude's fault. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah oh. no. Yeah, it's but it's the politicians that make the decision. Like, they're the ones who go, all right, every, shut it all down. And sometimes don't you feel like it's fair to say, don't we? Don't you think you're overreacting a little bit right at this point, you know? Like, for I your example, the, yeah, eight weeks, nothing. Eight yeah, weeks. that's yeah. ridiculous, you know? Like, because yeah. where I live, it's like every day they're smashing a screen of 300, 250, 300, yeah. and you're just like, down there, Greedo's got his hand up at the back of the classroom going, uh, excuse me, sir, I haven't done anything. Why am I yeah. getting punished here? What am I Why getting am I like this? <laughs> exactly. anyway. So I was like, look, I'm going to have to do I'm going to do the right thing, man. We're all in this together, Damo. Right. And then I see this from fucking Russell Crowe during mm. the week. Yep. Turns out that uh, Rusty <laughs> is filming literally fucking 10 minutes up the road from me. Nice, so it's good to know that... Kids' education, not so much essential, but Hollywood films with Russell Crowe, essential filming. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch your things. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy Campy old movies and old cartoons We hope to see you over there very soon It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Patsy 
Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Less than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, remember, if you want to get in touch with us, best way to do so would be via the little blue bird. Follow Greeno at the starting block. One word, drop the K at the end. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper Greeno. It's been a, it's been a roller coaster ride of a show tonight so far. It's been rough. It's been, been rough, rough, but the audio, whatever down. you did after the last uh, restart, yeah. seems to have done the job. The audio has been good since. Yeah. Oh, you know, so you know what it is. I figured it out. My mute button on my main mic must be getting a little sticky behind there or something. It must be getting a little Maybe. worn, right? So because it's basic, it also acts as a cough button. You know, it's like yeah. Muting, so I think that's what it is. So maybe the connection's a little. So that's that's fine. That's just one button. I can fix that. No problem. Don't have to replace okay. shit. So that's good. Beautiful. That that'd be nice. a good news nice, story, Greg. Speaking of good winner. news, speaking of good news, can we do hero or douchebag, please? Um, we've done hero or douchebag. I know, I'm man. It's, it. it's been so long. So you sent this through. So can you give us any background on this, or you know, how'd you come across it? Ah, uh, sort on the internet. Thanks, mate. That's, no, it's, it's great radio. So not only has he left me hanging with 10 minutes of dead air, he's also sandbagging me when it comes to segues. So that's fantastic. Hey, All right, so let's hey, not give the de- listeners any background or any segue or any kind of, uh, you know. 10 minutes of dead air. 10 minutes witty dead air retort. Fault, <laughs> Nothing. Now, I will, I will cop the fucking fact that I, I forgot failed to send you the rundown. That, that's on me. That's right. The dead you air fucking let, You have let the team down tonight. You I'm not sending rundowns, sandbagging, dead air. I mean, it's all happening. <laughs> That's it. I can't, can't talk when I can't hear you. Uh, <laughs> nice. That's nah, all your fault, mate. So, 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 so you said this. Well, well, this on the internet. <laughs> let's let the video uh, speak for itself then. McCann's mother has been forced to block dozens of calls after her ex-partner allegedly took her phone number and plastered it on polls here around the CBD, telling people to call up and impersonate Chewbacca <laughs> for a chance to win $100. <laughs> nice, Gary! So some dude has gone, look, you know, I'm, I'm a bit unhappy that, uh, that Sheila left me. What can I... <laughs> What can I do? Can I try and woo her back? Can I try and do a movie thing? I'll send her flowers. Right. I'll send her. I'll write her some poems. Maybe I'll. Uh, I'll serenade her underneath her balcony. Nah, nah. Fuck that. Fuck that bitch. I'm gonna <laughs> sit there and put it. Put a number up <laughs> and get no, people to leave a voicemail. I've got. Bang. I've got a little. I've got a little story time for you. Guys. I like stories yeah. about pinatas. When I was younger, uh, a friend of mine did something very similar to somebody else that I knew, who was also a friend of mine, but they were in two different circles, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so what they did to this guy was they they found a picture of like a really nice Subaru WRX or something, 
and they they put that up like on on a piece of paper. This is back before you know the internet was really dominating everything. So what you would do is like at the local supermarket. This is we're now talking like old people, Greeno. Yeah. Um. Back in my day. Back in my day, what you would do is like at the local supermarket, there would be a pin board there, and people would pin you know a picture and with a phone number of something like lost puppy or whatever. Uh, if you see the puppy, call this number, and you'd rip off the little mm-hmm. phone number, um, little piece of paper, like a tassel hanging off it. So anyway, what they yeah. did was they t- they found like a picture of a really nice fucking Subaru WRX or something, and then put you know the little phone number thing around, but put a price on it that was like you know eighty percent cheaper than what it should be. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like you know brand new Subaru WRX done no kilometers, two grand, and so <laughs> so this guy would just constantly get text messages and phone calls. But you've also got to think what kind of a person would be interested in buying a Subaru WRX off the, off the clipboard for two grand greener. It's all going to be like, yeah, cuz I saw your fucking thing. Hey, what are you saying? The car's not for fucking sale. Fucking what is this bro? Fuck off. So he was getting cause like that. That's how psychologically they targeted him. So he was constantly getting like angry phone calls and text yeah. messages from people because he would say, nah, it's bullshit. Somebody set me up. In the end, he started saying, oh, I've sold it already because that was quicker than <laughs> explaining the story nice, <laughs> to everyone that's else. Brilliant. So that's how, that, that was back in the day, though. Now, now have it would I not be heard that story something. before? That yeah. is so good. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you off air who did it and who they yeah, did tell me it off to. Air who, yeah. I think I know who it was. You know, you know both it. the guys involved, but they, they ah, there we go. But the guy who like who was getting the phone calls and stuff has no idea it was the other person because they know each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, but he just <laughs> fucked with him. <laughs> like, this is ten, you know, twenty years later now or something. Yeah. He still it's doesn't good, know. Good who prank, did it. Oh, it's fantastic. Nice, Gary. I'll tell you off air. So anyway, let's carry on with this. So, so the ex-wife is it the ex-wife or girlfriend? Or I think it's yeah, uh, ex ex-girlfriend is receiving ex-girlfriend. calls. So she's getting phone calls, and people just start. You know, I can do it, Chewbacca. Can I? Have, I haven't done it for a few years. <clears throat> no, that's right. <laughs> Imagine waking no, up to forty voicemails. <laughs> Telling people to listen call to this, up listen and impersonate they play Chewbacca some. for a chance to win one hundred dollars. This would be the most childish breakup I've ever had. Like, all you had to do is be mature and go, "I don't love you anymore. I want to move on." No. The calls have been waking her into. That'd be too easy. <laughs> the three young this children funny. up at odd hours in the evening, and they're yet to stop. <laughs> Yes, give that man a like. This is hero is called hero douchebag. It's fucking very obvious, hero. Like, <laughs> nice, Gary. Because like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's there can be some bad breakups and people <sighs> ring up and they're very abusive. Like, fuck you, fuck you, slut. Like all right. that kind of aggressive bullshit. Like, I'm your fucking diet. None of that. He's just gone. Look, fuck it. Like, I'm, I'm gonna take a different approach. I'm just gonna get caught people to call up to <laughs> chew back impersonations. Fucking. That's. That is actually the most responsible way to treat a breakup post-breakup compared to a lot of very aggressive behaviour. Yeah. In, in my eyes, this man's a hero. It's it's like, I, so that's your position. My position is I don't, it's, it's, a, it's a really shitty thing to do to somebody, like to get to fuck with them on that level where they're like getting annoying oh, yeah. calls and stuff. 
But it's it's yeah, but that's the thing. It's too funny to be evil or something, you know. Yeah. It's just so childish. So <laughs> it's just so fucking. It's so teenage a thing to do. Yeah, like it's, it's not like putting the number up, going, it, you, know, you know, for a good time. Call Karen. Yeah. It's basically just. It's 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 less kind of mean than that. Exactly. It's just, it's just yeah. It's just annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it's not evil. It's just annoying. Annoying. That's why I think he's a hero. No. This, this, this is the lesser of two evils. I think. Move on. The calls have been waking her and her three young children up at odd hours in the evening, and they're yet to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I won 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so not only are they doing the Chewbacca voice, they're probably calling back a couple of times going, hey, where's my money? <laughs> where's my money? I, I'm also thinking, just to delve a little bit deeper on this, yeah. what kind of weird individual thinks calling up a random number and leaving that voicemail is worth 100 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's, you know, competitions. Yeah, you're basically us, guaranteeing. You're basically guaranteeing it's only going to be like drunk people or morons. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's morons. Yeah. Like it's the Quizmania clientele. Yeah. Oh, it's a fantastic little social experiment, though, isn't it? <laughs> like people is. just yeah. calling. <laughs> That's great. Nice, nice Gary. So we've decided he's a, a hero. He's a hero. Oh, I think hero personally. I put in the vote. Is anyone? Is anyone actually watching this show still? I doubt I think it. Everyone just. I doubt I, it. I wouldn't be. Off. Yeah. Everyone dropped off after the first six minutes of dead air. Yeah. Um, I don't blame them. Story time, yeah, Bruno. I like stories Story about pinatas. Let's give a bit of an update on how homeschooling's going, Damo. Okay. Um, you know, I've already, I think I mentioned last week, I've got the the six hour school day down to a spelt two hours now. Mm. Uh, no fucking around. Cutting yep. out the cutting out the riffraff, man. No, no, no time for you know, recess overrated, I've realized. You mm. know, you want a break in the middle of the day? Fucking, I don't get a break. Nah. You know, I have to, get, I have to get used to taking a half hour lunch break, kid. Because yeah, that's the way it's going to be for most your of your life. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm trying to prep her early. I know she's a kindergarten kid, but you know, got to prep her early. But daddy, I'm uh, but daddy, I'm hungry. Here, uh, have a here, have a coffee and a cigarette. That'll tide you over mm. till lunch. That'll get you through. Yeah, we do it. Yeah, yeah. you ate breakfast six hours ago, right? You exactly. should be covered. Fine. But anyway, we get we get given our plan each week, and uh, it's good because I must admit, teachers are doing a great job. Uh-huh. They're putting together good lesson plans, doing uh-huh. a lot of videos and stuff. Which and which you're that. just editing on the fly though, and taking like yeah, big chunks yeah. of it I, out. Yeah, I'm doing a I'm doing <laughs> Stefan Steers favorite segment, skipping that. Skipping that. Uh, we talked about yeah. Don't need to learn that shit, kid. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Don't yep. need that. Do we need to count to fifteen again today, kid? Nah, man. Nah, fuck that. Do we want to watch the pedophile video again? Nah, man. We'll skip that. Um. Is it's that what's that? Is that oh, is that the Bilby guy or whatever it is that chucks? Yeah, the dude, the dude I meant, mentioned. No, no, that's not Blippy. Uh, Blippy, right. which which I realised during the week. Fuck man, quick story time inside a story Absolutely. time. I like I stories talk- about pinatas. Our show got tagged last week on YouTube, right? Did to it? say, hey, you've you've got some copyright. Don't we can't replay it. You said that you're the one that sent out. Oh yeah, yeah, because it, it didn't go up. But I didn't. I don't. Didn't I didn't read up. the email or anything. I was just like because. I, when it didn't go up, I was like, oh, it's got to be because we played that Letterman clip. And, you know. I thought so too. I'm like, we played the Letterman clip, all good. Yeah. Until I, until my kid was watching that blippy thing again during the week, that dude 
for the one video had 16 million views. Jesus fuck. And I'm like, Christ. I think it's Blippy that's fucked us instead of Letterman. You reckon? Because maybe because this guy apparently he makes eighteen thousand dollars a day off just youtube downloads Gee, wow fuck yeah that makes sense I shit you not he's worth 40 million dollars from nothing but like doing these like crazy little things and i'm like yeah. where where are we on the fiduciary situation yeah. when it comes to our youtube i surely like yeah. i know we're not at 16 million but Surely those eight viewers are going to be worth something. Nah, yeah, like but, fractions of fractions of fractions of fractions of fractions of a cent. I've had this dead. experience with the guys who did um, the song Fickle's Lead, which is like this German. You know that song I've played on my podcast a few times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The national anthem of Boogie Stan Greener. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but they, so what they've been doing is they've now gone through like my whole back catalogue and every couple of weeks two three weeks or whatever i get another email and it's like uh the 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 owner of this song has claimed monetization over this video of yours because you played yeah and but see the thing is though like my youtube videos are lucky to get like a hundred views so they're going they're spending hours they must be like hand doing it it's not the algorithm they're going back and listening to the show like hour after hour after hour in the back catalogue to find where I might have played their song for like 30 seconds or something, you know? And then they're like, got him again, got him again. But it's 100 people watching it. So they would be getting like not even one cent. It would be fractions mm. of a cent each time. So yeah. it's so much so like when I play the song now, I'm like, here you go, boys, you earned it. Like this, you can Even have these of fractions cent. of a yeah. cent. It's like I, and I don't even bend over to pick up fifty cents in the street, Greeno. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, nah, leave it there. Who gives a fuck? So Just you can it. have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So you're probably right because Letterman. What would Letterman have? I, I bet people are making money off Letterman clips on YouTube, but I bet it's not David Letterman. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. I reckon Blippy's all over us. He's he jumped straight Smashed on. Us. He's like, hang on, that's you're a dick take move. Out of me and, you and dick. The, uh, Will it float fucking thing? Like, mm. you, you're going to hang shit on me for ripping off Will it float? Fuck you guys. I'm going to pull down your video. Yeah. So um, he steals from David Letterman, and then we show a clip of him stealing from David Letterman, and he steals from us. Ah. Greeno. That's horrifying, isn't circle. it? What? A very vicious circle. You dick. I got distracted. What are we talking about? Ah, my kid's school. Okay. Uh, so going through it, going through the lesson plan. Uh, get to the thing. She, she has to do this dance break halfway through the day, right? Okay. So let's get the kids up and active. They get them away from the screen. Get up and jump in. Do a bit of dance. Mm. And they give a different lesson each day. And right. this is where we got uh the the homeschooling Milo mm. for the Milo rankings the other week. Okay. So anyway, this week uh, we're going through, and I'm, I'm looking at the lesson plan, and I see this one. It's like click on brain break and scroll down to this particular lesson. And the lesson is called dance like your parents. <laughs> okay. And I'm thinking back and I'm like, how fucking drunk do I need to get my kid to get her to dance like I do? Nice, Gary. Because the only time I'm getting up on the dance floor is like fucking 19 beers in, then the lightning feet come out. It's uh, That's it's a not, good I'm, point. I'm You're not a dancer. Boy. You're definitely not. I'm a not a dancer, but I, I, when I'm pretty hammered, I'm, I'm up there. I've got the lightning feet going. How do you? Uh, how do you dance? Do you just do like kind of you know stereotypical white guy dancing? Is that? No, it's it's uh, it's kind of like an epileptic fit. <laughs> is is the way I describe my dancing technique after 19 schooners? There's there's a lot of thrashing. Yeah, a lot of thrashing. Mm. Uh, a lot of yeah, a lot of feet movement. 
A lot of stuff uh, happening yeah. from like the knee down. A lot of little kicks. Yeah, a lot and... of knee down stuff. There's not much happening. It's it's a bit more river dance than it is any other kind of dance. Right. So the arms um, are straight down by the side. The arms are pretty body. straight, and if they are out and about, they're probably flailing because my Maltese heritage would be coming out. Do you the, the wog kind of arms? Do you keep them in and just kind of cock from the elbows, Greeno? Cock the elbows. Not quite. And not then... quite a lane from Seinfeld type action. It'd right. be. You know, I think it'd be a bit more shoulder work. Shoulder work. You know, if I'm trying to reflect back, a bit more shoulder work. Mm. Bit, bit from the shoulders, bit up, down, get the shaky, get the shaky. Chest pumping. Yep. Shaky, shaky, get up Get that top, cleavage like out, a, Greeno. Like I've like got a bosom, correct, sir? Nice, um, Gary. So ultimately, uh, to get back to the, the point at hand, yep. gave her six gooners just to get her like, <laughs> dancing properly like her parents. I like stories about pinatas. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, David, we love we love retro on this show. We yeah. love uh, stepping back in time, if you will. And I'll tell you, a man who loves stepping back in time. Man loves stepping back in time more than we do is uh, Daryl Summers, because Daryl Summers in his heyday, mm. he hasn't done anything good since what 1991. Uh, yeah, when was the revival thing, Greeno? When did that happen? Uh, that would have been about 2004, maybe. Okay, 2004? Yeah, there or thereabouts right. uh, is when I imagine. It was definitely after we left high school yep. and, you know, a while ago. Well, I mean, <laughs> people like to hang shit on Daryl. He's a little bit like the William Shatner of Australian family entertainment, isn't he? Um, you know, but people like to hang shit on him. But he was on this show. What was it for? Like thirty years? It was a top show. Thirty years. Easy. Like, he doesn't yeah. have to do anything. He probably just he hangs does. out and plays drums. You know, because he was a drummer, and he just yeah. you know kind of chills and doesn't really give a fuck. I reckon. Like, I don't think he cared about his career after Hey Hey. You know, didn't. No, didn't well, that's matter. the thing. I think he's still hanging on to Hey Hey because he keeps on trying to revive it. Oh. Uh, I, I think he's sitting at home watching like old episodes, the back catalogue, mm. day in, day out. He has his own kind of red faces, like brings in the strangers off the street. Or the family, Greeno. <laughs> yeah, and just has a gong. Uh, All right, kids, who of- wants to play another uh, Summer's Family Christmas game? Oh, God, it's not yeah. red faces again, is it, Granddad? It's red faces oh, again, exactly. No. But the good news, though, Damo, is uh, Hey Hey is coming back for another anniversary special. Is it really? Now, what I'm looking forward to, though, sir, is some quality racism. Uh, If you're (laughs) going to do it, do it it properly, Daryl. We need the old school fucking racist Hey Hey. I want to see blackface. I want to see insulting (laughs) Kamal. Oh, yeah, oh, the Kamal stuff is now when you watch it, it is fucking brutal. What they were, <laughs> the bad. shit that they were doing to Kamal, man. Like, yeah. there's no way that that would go, like, that would fly now. But again, the, the difference is, I think, now if you did one of those jokes, there's a likelihood that the person on the show would lose their shit, uh, throw their mic off. It would become a huge scandal. Whereas Kamal yeah. was just laugh along and he would give it back to them as well. Like he would, he would do like smart ass lines about Aussies and like dumb fucking mm. Australians and stuff. And everybody laughed as, at that as well. And, but you know, you can't have that kind of open laughing about, you know, these stereotypes. Nah. The reason it's That's- funny is not because it's racist. The reason it's funny is because it's dumb. Dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. But, but, but I'm kind of I'm kind of half fingers crossed that yeah. Hey Hey just doubles down on the anniversary special and yeah. makes it a racist special. 
what, what, what kind no, of segments will we have on the racist special? Basically, okay. everything they did in the eighties. Okay, so it's not going it to be on modern, YouTube then. It's definitely not. going to be. And just do it, do it in the modern day, right. because the oh, amount of outrage it's going to cause, yeah. it's going to get fucking click central. Oh, it will. Because yeah. Daryl's or Daryl's already in shit, right? Because he's already they've already had to like apologize for stuff they did thirty years ago. Yeah. So fuck it, like he's already apologized for it. They yeah. should double down. Yeah, it's like double jeopardy. You can't you can't pin the same crime on me twice. You know like, exactly. So if I'm already a racist, may as well embrace it, Karina. Exactly. So exactly. have the whole band there in like clan outfits, for example. Mm-hmm. That might be something yeah, we can do. Uh, yeah. Plucker Duck is basically a Klansman anyway already. Well, Plucker Duck is already he used to sexually harass all the audience members he anyway, <laughs> so he's already got the sexual harassment side of things done. That's right. He used to go up and rub the the ladies on the bum and stuff, wouldn't he? When he was dancing, sure did. Yeah, but they loved, it, Greeno, the they loved it, Greeno. They loved it because it was comedy back yeah. in the nineties. That's right. And the eighties. Guy in a duck suit. All right, so so we're settled then. If Hey Hey comes back, it has to come back racist or don't come back racist. at all. Exactly. Don't do it. Otherwise, okay. it's a cheap imitation of the original. And yep. I'll, I'll, I'll protest, sir. <laughs> nice, Gary. Glad we got that sorted. Uh, speaking of racism uh, this week, we love we love a racist story. And look, don't get me wrong. We don't condone racism on this show. But no. we just like to point out some of the hypocrisy and the outrage that seems to be either over the top or kind of pumped up a little bit. And okay. I saw this on the MLB during the week because – Social media was going nuts about someone yelling out something at a baseball game. Yeah. Very untoward. Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've seen the movie 42. Uh, you ever seen that film? No. It's a very uncomfortable scene. It talks about, it's about, uh, the movie's about Jackie Robinson, the first African-American player in the major leagues. Right. And kind of the the, the struggles he had coming in as the only Afri- African-American player. Right. There's one really like harsh scene to watch in the current day where you've got the manager of the opposing team just berating him with the N-word over and over and over and over and over. And it's really uncomfortable in the modern day and age, but that's what happened back in the day. Okay. And we got a bit of a, a, a recollection of that uh, this week. Did I send you the video or did I send you the Yeah, I've got a story? video here. I've got let's, the... let's listen to the video. Oh, wait, because I don't have my screen on. There you go. All right. Okay. Three yesterday. Here's the 1-0. And again, it's 2-0. And this is not to pick on, on Ben. That's hits it. today. Three is yesterday. The Here's the 1-0. And again, it's 2-0. And this is not to pick on. <laughs> All right. So social media went nuts after that clip. Now, uh, the video, uh, you, everyone can hear the audio. Yeah. The audio was there for everyone to listen to, and Mm -hmm. social media lost their mind. They're like, how dare, because Lewis Brinson was the the man at bat for the Mariners, Mm -hmm. and he's an African-American player. And they're like, someone someone in the crowd is yelling uh, the N-word at this player. Uh, this is disgraceful. This should not happen. They need to find this man. They need to they need to throw him out of the stadium, ban him for life. This is this is reprehensible. We can't have this anymore. And then people were doubling down on that, going, it's a disgrace that the people around this man didn't point him out because the Rockies put out a statement saying, you know, we could not find the guy that was saying these things. Um, we interviewed the people around around the area that we thought it was coming from, and no one could point out a man who was saying the M word. But see, this is uh, this that that's what you're saying there is a fine example of the 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 kind of psychosis, the psychology of crowds right now. It's like mm-hmm. that's that's where your mind, that's where their mind jumps to. It's it's yeah. not that oh because you know 
the fact that nobody's getting for for one example out of all the things you mentioned, right? The the mm-hmm. fact take nobody around him is saying anything. All right, they're not getting yep. angry. Okay, so to fault. me, right? No, but to me, if I saw that, I'd be like, maybe I misheard it. But to them, it's like, oh, that just proves that everyone around him is racist as well. Because they don't even entertain the idea that they might have got it wrong. They never entertain the idea that they might be wrong. Because I like I have heard about this story and then, you know, we'll get into it obviously because the team came out and apologized and all of this stuff. But then it's Mm -hmm. like it wasn't even good enough. They still had to come out and make a statement about how we'll ban anybody who's racist at the game. Yep. When that didn't even happen, like they're they now when it, it, that's the, you don't even have to be racist now, because well, that's, that's how everybody's so, tuned in to this fucking frequency, yeah. you know. So everyone lost their mind, saying, "I can't believe this guy said the M word and was played over uh, TV, and no one said anything about it." Uh, can you pull up the statement from the Rockies the next day, please, sir? There you go. Oh, hang on. Let me put it on there. <laughs> All right, there you go. On the big screen. The Colorado Rockies are disgusted at the racial slur by fan director Mark. Oh, no, this is the one on the first day. Uh, this is this is the statement after everyone was outraged. Oh, the Colorado okay. Rockies are disgusted at the racial slur by fan director of the Marlins, Lewis Brinson, during the ninth inning of today's game. Although the subject was not identified prior to the end of the game, the Rockies are still investigating the incident. We have zero tolerance, blah, 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 blah. So everyone was like, this is disgraceful. They can't fucking find it. Now, the next day, I think I've sent you that that next one in the next DM. Uh, okay, let me have a look. But yeah. while I'm having a look, quickly, Green, I think yeah. it's fair to mention, this is supposed to be our Jim N-Word story of the week, by the way. No, it isn't. It's, uh, it's oh, yeah, Jim N-Word's got something after it. Oh, okay. I thought this We've was got Jim a... N-Word's story, Greener. No, Jim N-Word's got a different uh, story. God, so we'll see, this is what next. happens when I get a rundown five minutes before the show. Five minutes okay. late, that's my apologies. <laughs> yeah. Just gives me another 15 seconds to look. Ah, that's good. Silky, silky smooth uh, skills. Nah, this is the only statement I have. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. All right, hang on, yes. All right, I've got a video, I think, that goes... uh, By Clay Travis. Is this the one you're talking about? The Clay Travis tweet? Okay, that's that's all I have. That's all you gave me. So I don't think you gave me the thing that you think you did either. Uh oh man, I'm having a. a you are having a horrible. fucking flyer tonight. I've never I've seen you, you like the, this. What is going on? I've, Let's interrupt this I story. I like stories about yeah. pinatas. What the fuck is going on? Are you okay? Like I've never I'm seen okay. you this disorganized in my fucking life. Too juggling too many things at the moment, sir. Yeah. I I know what the I know what the statement was though. So <laughs> my apology. I can't believe I sent you the fucking original statement. That's all right. That's uh, right. So the next day, the Rockies had to send out another statement to say we've investigated it, mm. and it turns out the man – actually, no, the, that's, I, I did do it in the right order. It turns out the Rockies <laughs> investigated it, and the man was actually yelling so the word dinger. 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 Yeah. So, so after all the outrage, after the apology, after the, the social media message say they're disgusted by the racial slur, no one bothered actually bothered listening to the audio – and checking the video where the dude is pointing to the mascot called Dinger yeah. and yelling and trying to get his attention. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, Dinger, 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 yeah. Dinger. But everyone just 
heard that as something else. So maybe everyone else is racist. Well, the, yeah, they the want thing. it. It's almost like they want it to be something else because it's another, Ooh. another, you know, excuse to get kind of frothy at the mouth and start tearing yeah. people apart again. Somebody, uh, you know, when you make requests on Twitter, sometimes dreams can come true. And this nice person did this for everybody, Greener. I think you'll appreciate it. <laughs> But it curb your enthusiasm yeah. music. Dinger! Hey, Dinger! 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 There you go. Dinger. Nice, Gary! Which does now bring us to the uh, Jim N-Word story of the week. Okay, so I thought I had the story of the week and now I don't. So what's the story of no, the week? No, you don't. Dinger? Okay. So this is uh, an ESPN anchor. Okay. Who, after that incident, and I shit you not, this was like the day after. Hmm. Uh, ESPN anchor accidentally said digger and not a racial slur. So, hang on. Uh, maybe it's time to retire the word dinger because it's the center of another racial controversy twice in two days. Following the dinger controversy, it caused this in Colorado. There you go. Yep. ESPN anchor Antoinetta Collins had to similarly state. She was not using a racial slur on live TV. Okay. Uh, Is there a clip so of this somewhere? Somewhere? Yeah, it's in Jim and Words. Uh, I'm looking. Okay, so which one is it? It's Antoinella, the last one he sent through. The last one. Oh, okay, cool. All right, got it. Yeah, let's another dinger controversy. All right, let's bring that shit up. Let's have a look. This is literally the go. worst. The worst organized show, and it's completely my fault. (laughs) 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 That we've done in a long while. We've had a shocker today. I mean, I I keep saying it send links. If you send the link, then there can never be any. The link's already in the chat. Anyway. No, no, uh, no. no, no, no. No, You send, like, you send a description. You say, okay, so this thing, it was the thing I DM'd. I'm like, yeah, okay, but what if you just sent me the link? Because then I can just click it out of the email and load it. You know what I mean? And then exactly the one that you want to talk about. Instead yeah, of, I have to go back in and anyway, this is all. I guess we're going to break oh, up soon, aren't we, Green? Are we? This show's going to yeah. be over. Big and... <laughs> Jim. All right, so we're finally uh, at Big Jim's story. All right, here's the video. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Albert Pujols stole the show, knocking out his first homer against his former team as the Dodgers cruised to the 8 to win. It was the first time Pujols faced the Angels since they cut him in May. His two-run nigger singer in the second- oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, she definitely she said that she said the word dinger. That's bullshit. She just said the M word. Two-run nigger. And <laughs> two-run nigger. Let's play it back again. Yeah. And like I know this is gonna it's a slip of the tongue. Like yeah, I know. Very similar. Oh, to when anyone says Carmichael Hunt, like yeah. I don't mean to say the word cunt on air, but no, it, exactly. it happens. Like yeah, she definitely didn't mean. But that's the thing, like, it doesn't matter if you mean it or not. They just fucking uh, smash you anyway. But I've always thought, and I think you probably think similarly, like, although, you know, this word might be, like, ultra offensive, I just think the fact that we kind of childishly turn it into the N-word, that even just the way people, like, you know, because you'll see, you know, sportscasters on TV, we thought we heard somebody saying the N-word. I always get this impression it's like, talking to a child saying you can't say the f word you can't say the yeah. c word 
Uh, and when you, but put they can't that say that on broadcast TV either. Sure, but when you put that, when you put that F word or C word ceiling on a word, Greeno, what does the kid do? Mm. They say it to their friends and fucking giggle because it's a naughty yeah. word. So you've basically yeah, turned it into a naughty word, which people on the internet do whatever they can to say as much as they can because you <laughs> yeah. call it the N word. Because you have this kind of bubble wrap around it, it's like the F word, little boys and girls. It's like the C word. Yeah, fuck that nigga. You know, like it's people are going <laughs> to say that shit just just sure. for the laugh screen. So anyway, that's, yeah, hey, it was so, so. Of course, we're all laughing at this story because hey, she fucked up and said the N word. <laughs> let's, 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 let's let's listen back to it one more time and then go to a break. Okay. Up another win over the Angels in the Freeway Series. Albert Pujols stole the show, knocking out his first homer against his former team as the Dodgers cruised to the 8-2 win. It was the first time Pujols faced the Angels since they cut him in May. His two-run nigger, singer. (laughs) (laughs) It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find the internet we also have the hat cam where i showcase my myriad of great looking hats here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately i i hope your next hat is a bullet Jesus Christ, what are you fucking asian dick crazy you <laughs> why, do you, why do you have to ruin my evening? Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do that. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it? No, <laughs> dude. Uh, come on, I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in in Argentina. But it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so, subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at YouTube.com/slash. Sunday Night Shit Show and uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights bye welcome to the starting block follow on twitter at the starting block drop the k at the end find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com.
Yes, back on the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, Damon, I don't know if you've kept an eye in the background. Uh, Giants absolutely crushing Richmond at the moment. Really? 92-39 in the third quarter. Holy shit. I d- no, I had no oh. idea. So don't tell no, me again. Don't kidding. tell me anymore because now I'm going to want to go back and watch it. So Fair enough. They, had a big uh, lead. They, we... they beat Geelong last week as well. So did. I thought with Toby out, we'd struggle a bit more this week. But yeah. Jesus. Crushing them. Nice little run into the finals then if you can do – that basically ends Richmond's chances then if they lose tonight. So that's over yeah, for they're them. Done. they're done. Yeah. for sure. So, yeah, wow, how about that? That's a, that's a nice little – I guess even though it's been a kind of shitty year for the Giants, the, the, the problem with the Giants this year, Greeno, is they've beaten teams that they shouldn't have beaten and they've lost to teams that they should have beat. It's one of those seasons. So, yeah, you know, unfortunately, like you beat Geelong, but then you drew against North Melbourne. You know, you you mm. lost against you know the guys down the bottom of the ladder, and then you beat the guys at the top. But it is a nice kind of run into the finals, and I guess even though it's been a shitty year, it is a nice little a little taste of some kind of revenge to end Richmond's season when they're the yeah, they're the all- defending champs. You know, after they smashed us in that grand, you can't you can never get that grand final back. That's there forever. No, but you take the little ones that you get like you know in return along the way. Then after that, you know, it'd be like it'd be a nice feeling to end their year. I reckon. Exactly. But but also coming into the finals, if you know that you've beaten all the top teams yeah. leading into the finals, that just puts you in like, you know, I know we're sitting seventh or eighth, whatever it may be. Yeah. Like we've already beaten these guys. So yeah. yeah. I mean, the dogs, like, the doggies won it from seventh and they did it yeah. without uh, their captain, Bob Murphy. And they had a couple of other injuries. Like that was an amazing year. Remember they beat the Swans in the grand final that year. Right. So they, yeah, they did it on. from seventh. Uh, the Giants, if they do finish in the top eight, will finish eighth. I don't think anyone's ever done it from eighth. That's that. Nah. Uh, but I mean, by then, if you think about it, did you know they've been on the road for eight straight weeks now? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, since because they can't come back to Sydney because of lockdown. So they've, played, back to yeah, they've played the whole second. Imagine if this happened in, in an American um, you know, team. So they've played the whole second half of the year away from home. Well, the playing yeah. other teams that are at home and and stuff like that. So if they do mm. make it into the finals in in eighth Amazing position, the eighth the, the thing with finishing eighth is you have to play all your finals games away because we don't do a series. It's one anyway. and done. It's one and yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. They've been away the yeah. whole year. What's the difference? They'll just treat it like any other. Yeah. So that's I don't know. You never know. Stranger things have happened, but got to get some players back. Got to get toes. Toes yeah. is fucking really raring to go for the finals, but. Uh, you know, there's a couple. It'd be fresh after another two weeks suspension. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they've still got to win. <laughs> they've still got to win tonight. That was a bullshit suspension, by the way. I don't know if you saw it. It was. Um, it was. <laughs> I, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Giants fan, obviously. But nobody talked about the fact that Paddy Dangerfield, like his his footings went out from under him. He slipped. Mm-hmm. So went just the split second before he got to Toby, his foot slides on the grass, maybe like half a foot, but that's enough to yeah. drop him down his chest down, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a good forearm width. So instead of the yeah. forearm hitting him on the chest and there's no problem, it kind of hit him at the bottom of the neck and slipped up and hit him in the neck. And so mm-hmm. for that, Green gets like two weeks reduced to one, can't appeal. But if I, I can't help but get the feeling if you're Joel Selwood or fucking Buddy Franklin, you can do that shit all day and nobody oh, nobody yeah. even call it on the field, you know? Exactly. It's because it's him. 100% right. It's because it's him. Yeah. So. Got a bad rap. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. He's done, he's done some dumb shit. He but, has, yeah. <laughs> but you can't be judged on your past indiscretions, you know? 
got to yeah, take that each one as it that, comes. Was just, that was just unlucky. Yeah. Um, but if Damo, they get the win, talk- if they get the win, fucking nice. Nice, Gary. Yeah, nice, Gary, to the Giants. Well, they're getting the win. They're up fucking sixty points. No, 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 no. This is the thing, Greeno. Now, when you're a Giants fan, I know you're a Giants fan, okay, but. When you when you were there for all the games in the first four years when we were getting smashed by a hundred yeah, points, smashed by hundred. So there is a, the there greatest. is there is a general mentality. I swear to God, this is a hundred percent true. My wife and I have spoken about this often. As a mm-hmm. Giants fan, you are trained to like even if you're winning by forty or fifty points, it's not over until it's over. You know what I mean? Like there Do could you know- be ten minutes left, and we still think, oh, we could still bottle it from here. You know, <laughs> like I said, because it, it's just drilled into us because we saw so many games where we thought we were going to win and then just get smashed right at the end. So that's a, that's <laughs> a fair call. I think I've, I've been to like twelve Giants games with you, and yeah. every one we lost by eighty. So <laughs> that's true. I don't, that's true. No, I don't think I, I actually don't think I've ever seen the Giants win in person. <laughs> the games I went, we were fucking terrible and we're getting pumped. Like, That's true. I went, I went to all the games when we were bad. Mm. <laughs> we started winning and I stopped showing up. Well, if it, um, makes, if it makes you feel any better, I've been to one game in two years because of the COVID shit. So COVID thing. Yeah. That's outside your control. Yeah. You can't control that. Yeah. I got to go to one uh, game this year. That's, that's, that's what I'll get out of 2021. I got to go and see my football team play in person once. <laughs> but it was a great win. We had like these annoying Essendon fans sitting near us. And it was awesome. a game against Essendon. They, we were smashing them. They came back and we ended up winning basically with like the last play of the game. And they were mouthing off the whole time, being fucking smart asses to everyone. They were sitting in the member stand too, by the way. Yeah, they clearly weren't good. members. But it was it was the most satisfying to stand up and go. All right, see you later. Good game. Thanks for yeah. coming, mate. Fucking <laughs> good on you. Yeah. See you later, mate. Uh, that was the most satisfying. So if I could get one game out of the whole year, I'm not. I'm glad that it's that one. Nice, yeah. Gary. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Got to look up the upside. Um, Damo. Uh, many years ago, we we announced and <clears throat> I, I think I think it was an official poll that we we sent out to the the listeners. That the the biggest wanker in F one at that point, Sebastian Vettel. Yes. And since that time, we've referred to Sebastian Vettel as the biggest wanker in F one, mm-hmm. just out of out of proxy. Um, but I think we've reached the point now where, like, realistically, <laughs> got to pass the, the torch the on data, the data <laughs> from you know, eight nine years ago yeah. is now outdated, and we need to re- reflect. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's one man who you know. Not only does he take title after title after title after title, mm-hmm. he gets this title as well because Lewis Hamilton. Fuck nice, me. Gary. We've given a lot of shit to Lewis over the years, and quite rightly. Yeah, but yeah. He, he's uh, he's he's peaked this week. Where uh, I saw this article last night, I had to send it to you after I thought I'd sent you the rundown, uh, but hadn't actually sent you the rundown. Said so add it to the rundown. Mm. Lewis Hamilton sparks backlash <laughs> as he boasts about his dog's planet-saving vegan diet. Okay, let's just take that in for a moment. <laughs> Whilst, yep. yeah, uh, whilst, <laughs> timing. Whilst, whilst sitting on a private jet. Mm. So let's let's reflect on that sentence. So Lewis decided to send out a, a fucking uh, tweet. There it is. Was I mean, about- and it, it has to be said, Greeno. All fairness, it's a very paddable dog. I would love, yeah. I would love to go up to that dog and grab him by the ears and kind of rough up his face a little bit and go, who's a good yeah. boy? Who's a boy? big, beautiful boy? And let him lick me on the face and get it right up in his nose. I would love to do that to that dog. 
Yeah, know, that's, that has to be said. We have to be fair. It here. has to be said. Yeah. But Lewis has posted this talking about how his dog is on a vegan diet <laughs> and how it's good, good for the planet. <laughs> good for the planet. So this poor dog, all it wants no is bones. a fucking tin of, It wants a tin of chum and a bone. That's all it wants. Tin of chum. <laughs> <laughs> But Lewis is decided to give him a... So, Chumpy, you can carve it. Spot on. (laughs) (laughs) Lewis decided to get this fucking poor dog, a plate of, you know, papayas, some raspberries. Uh, Because he's a bulldog, I think. And if he eats a tin of chum, Greeno, he's the kind of dog where it ends up all over his face as well. It's everywhere. Wouldn't he love to just dive into a big bowl of fucking chum where you cube it, Mm -hmm. you cube it, Greeno? You cube it, yep. Out of the tin. A whole tin's worth, smash it into a bowl. There you go, little fella. Get into that. Instead, Lewis has given him a vegan diet of dragon fruit. (laughs) Yeah, dragon fruit, papaya, kiwis, and a raspberry, and a a bit of mango as well. And that poor dog looks fucking miserable. Correct me if I'm wrong. It really does. If you're listening to the podcast, you can't see the picture on the screen. This dog looks like fucking walking death. It's so sad yeah. because it's got strawberries and pineapple and shit to eat. Like, where's, <laughs> where's the fucking, how about some, like, chicken livers and stuff? How about yeah. chicken necks, a nice big fucking beef bone or something for a good yeah. boy? Good boys get the nice Who's big fucking boy? juicy no. treats, you know? No, shut up and eat your blueberries. <laughs> yeah. So Lewis is bragging about how he's got his dog on a vegan diet for the good of the planet whilst riding on a private jet. Yeah. Now, the, between the Tag Heuer watches and everything else Lewis has done, the fucking fake racial outrage, uh, protests, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Um, suing suing the fucking Hamilton Watch Company because he thinks mm-hmm. he can copyright his own name. Something from 1800s. <laughs> yeah, spot on. <laughs> I, I, I hate to do it. Uh, but I think we definitely have to officially officially transfer the mantle of biggest yes. maker in F1 it had to, to Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Nice, yeah, had, to had to be done. It was so about time because so I've been I've been thinking that you know you know our conversations, Greener. I've had Lewis Hamilton as the biggest wanker in F1 for years now, and now oh, it's, we both it's have, good. It's good that you finally made it, made it official, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like it's been an under undercurrent, like. There's been rumblings in the block uh, block family about. Look, I feel like this should have transferred years ago, yep. and it really was because all we do is talk about how Lewis is a wanker yeah. for probably the best part of four years. We just got to transfer the mantle mm. and the title, well, uh, but that's fine. Yeah, because Sebastian Vettel's gone from like the hotshot young kid to when he looks mm. back on his career, he's going to be like, "Wang, hang on, there was a whole decade there where I did nothing," you know. So, and whether he likes it or not. That's just the way he's going to be remembered. So he's gone from the hotshot wanker, uh, Sebastian Vettel. He's now like Alonso. You know, he's the mm. veteran, wily veteran in a who gets the best out of a car that has no right to be yeah. up where it is. That's that's what he is now. You know, he's uh, he's Fernando Alonso of ten years ago when Fle- uh, Fernando like he won those two back to back championships and then he yeah. never had another car capable of it. But everyone acknowledged yeah. that he was probably the quickest driver in the field. The best racer, exactly, hundred percent. Well, that that well, the thing we said is we talked about it when we went to the F ones in twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Yeah. That 
you know, despite the fact he seemed like a wanker on the outside, he was actually a very likable dude. Yeah. Um, and I watched this clip during the week where it's they're doing a this. Like, German. Yeah, he's just like, yeah. yeah, well, whatever. I do not care. You know, if we go on, yeah. we go for a trip on a boat and it'll all be fucking wonderful. You know? It'll be good. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and he actually is a fucking really likable dude. Mm. Like, he, uh, in the last race, he came second and he wore this shirt because, like, he, I forget what country they were at. And basically, it was a situation where they they stone gaze or whatever, like it was mm, real fucking, yeah. like real harsh. But basically, he's just like, well, I'll just wear something. Just points out, like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of against it. And it wasn't really a political statement. He wasn't going up there like waving a flag or just refusing to do anything. He's just like, look, I'm just going to wear this shirt. I'm not going to fucking point it out, but you know, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and go up there. And then the the FIA said you can't wear that shirt up there, even though Lewis has been wearing Black Lives Matter shirts for the last uh, year and a half. <laughs> um, you know, let's yeah. not point that out. Yeah, but. He went up there on the podium because he came second. Mm. And afterwards, they were like, you can't do that. That's against the rules. And he said, look, if they don't fucking like it, take the podium off me then. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> what are they going to do? Take the podium off me? Yeah. I'm like, fucking God, I love Sebastian Vettel. And then I watched him on another clip earlier this week where they were doing like behind the scenes, they were doing trivia of about the can you name all the f1 champions going backwards oh he knows his shit sebastian yeah the dude is a fucking idiot savant he named every single f1 champion from now back to the first ever f1 champion didn't make a mistake i think the the closest was uh verstappen who got like back to maybe mid 90s yeah so the german and the dutch guy you know like yeah (laughs) (laughs) but he's just a He's a constant, like, he's just a nerd of F1. And even, like, Ricardo said, look, if I, Ricardo got back to the 90s as well, but he was just like, Seb's going to get all of these, I guarantee it. Like, he just knows everything. He's he's a historian. And um, what's the future look like for Ricardo, man? Is he going to be, is he going to be challenging for podiums or? uh, It's tough. The, the McLaren's been set up. By the way, we've managed to get this show back on track somehow. It's mm. it's gone back to normal bullshit. Yep. Um, you know, rough start. Like I said, all my fault. Um, <laughs> the he, he, the McLaren set up uh, not to his liking. They've set up the McLaren for for Lando, mm. who's their their number one driver, right. and it's set up in a way that gets the most out of it for the way Lando drives. Right. Whereas the Renault last year was set up in a way that got the best out of how Dan drives. Why would he go so, to be a number two at McLaren from Renault? Like what's, uh, is that, that's not going, really, that's not an up, that's not an upways, uh, that's a sideways move. You know what I mean? It's a very sideways move, but I think he went there thinking he was going to be the number one um, or equal number ones. It just never works out that way. I think he thought that Renault was on the going backwards and McLaren was going forwards. Right. So he thought he'd get more of a chance there, but it's, it's just amazing how a car set up can impact the, can impact how much a driver drives the car mm. and see the results because Lando's doing good. I think he's fourth in the championship, yeah. and Dan's down in like ninth. So, yeah, right. um, yeah, look, he's uh, how long? How long did he sign for? Two, three years. Two, I think. three, because he's getting on now, years. isn't he? On the other side of thirty now. I think he's just turned thirty. So, right, so he's getting look, close. That's he's getting young. Yeah, but he's getting close to missing his chance with a good team to win a championship. 
That's what I mean. Like, yeah, you've oh, prob- probably got another two, three years. You're 33, yeah. 34, I reckon, is about it. Damon Hill, I think, was the oldest, wasn't he? And he was like 36 or something when he won it. 36. I think maybe Mansell might have been the oldest. You could be right. 40. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because he was like 40 I, years old, I think. I feel like time. Mansell was a bit older. I could be wrong. Schumacher um, probably Schumacher won can... one pretty late, too. He probably would have been. He did, but, but Shuey had already won a whole bunch. I think it's yeah. different if you've already won one. If, you, if you're trying to get your first one, like Mansell, yeah. um, I think. And Hill, I think, yeah, like it's a different. Yeah, if you're scenario. if you're not one of those guys who's going to be consistently at the top, you you're probably lucky if you get one shot. Remember, Webb's had that one shot to win the championship. One year, you get on. one chance, and then here, you know, it was actually ironically Vettel who rammed up his ass in that wet race that ruined the championship yeah. for him because he would have won it. That's when we labelled him the biggest maker in F one. That's right, and it's only just only just now that he's actually shaking that tag, taking that title. <laughs> Nice. Um, All right, let's. What do we got? We got Statmans, and let's get the fuck out of here. What do you say? That we do. Sorry, just quickly, one more thing. The, the yeah. tough thing for for Ricardo is like Norris is a legit racer as well. Like mm. you know, even though he's older, like Norris is good. So you know, it's going to be hard for him to outdo his teammate in any event, even if he has the car set up the way he likes it. So that was the last point on that. Oh, what, um, now I've got one more. So what happened with um any what's like what's it around Kubica? What's happening there? Oh, he's, he's done. He's he's doing uh, indie cars now. I think indie cars is he? Okay, because there. Yeah, I remember. Off. I remember last year before COVID hit, they were talking about you know what he's getting back into the in into the Formula Ones. He's going to be a test he driver was, again. He's on his way back. He was. He was doing test driving, and then yeah, COVID hit, and I think yeah, basically just couldn't take the risk again. And yeah, went went into the the, uh, the indie cars and doing pretty well over there off. Uh, Indy cars aren't so. bad. It's just I don't know what. Why can't I get into Indy cars as much as I like Formula Ones? Even though the, a lot of the times the Indy cars better racing, you know. Yeah, no, it is like the, the F one's just yeah. The, the race is a procession. Horrendous. Yeah, yeah. F ones, F ones like F ones like a a war of attrition, whereas Indy car mm. I think is more like shootout. If that makes any sense. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Now you make a, fair, a good point. But when we try to get into the A one. When they released that, yeah, that's right. The all the national teams, the, yeah, yeah. We, we tried to get into that, and I don't know what it is. We just first season I was into it. Race. First season I thought, you know what, I can I can yeah. support this. It's all the it's same, all right. ca- supposedly all the same cars. So mm. you know, whoever the best team is wins. Was wasn't Will Power driving in that? He was, yeah. yeah. I think we came like eighth in the overall anyway. Yeah, it wasn't good. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know the answer to your question. I, I can't get into Indy cars either. So. Mm. Um, I guess it's just an American, the American sports, like they just, they don't, it doesn't matter if it's not popular outside of America because America's big enough to, you know, NASCAR, nobody gives a fuck about NASCAR outside of America, but it doesn't matter. It's still the biggest racing, Mm -hmm. you know, nobody gives a fuck about IndyCar outside of America. Maybe Canada, Canada, you accept Mexico, fine, fair enough. Yeah. Um, But you know, the whole rest of the world, it's like Formula One, um, you know, so they don't. They don't give a fuck. I guess. But you go to America. He could probably. He's probably making more money in the states driving IndyCar coming fourth than oh, he would 100%. be in a Formula One. You know. Exactly. So good on him. Good um, luck to him. Good. Nice, Gary. All right, quick. Uh, quick motorsport story as well. I saw okay. this last. I like night. stories about pinatas. Never seen this before in my life. Uh, Maverick Vinales mm-hmm. suspended by Yamaha. For driving, uh, riding his motorcycle and racing it uh, inappropriately. What? So I was like, "What the fuck does this mean?" Inap- never inappropriate this racing. 
<laughs> did, yeah. he, did he have so, his cock out or something while he was driving <laughs> around? <laughs> no, well, they, they were really, really cagey with the, the rationale behind the suspension. They're like, we've looked at the telemetry and we feel that uh, Maverick didn't race the bike in the spirit of competition what? and put he and put the bike and his competitors at danger. Like, what the fuck is this all about? And it's pretty dangerous sport last time I checked, you know, yeah, like anyway. What it, what was happening is it was like he was trying to blow the engine because he was refusing to take the bike out of fifth gear. What? So he's going down the straight and when you normally flick it to six, he's like, fuck it, I'm just gonna rev the fuck out of this thing and refuse to put it in six. Wait, so and he I don't refused know. or it wouldn't or he decided that he shouldn't no, because he, he heard a noise no, or something? Or No, he kept on doing it throughout the race. Why? Uh, Why? Even though the bike was out. Who knows? This is That's so, what's so weird. confusing about it. Okay. It's very weird. It was like he was trying to sabotage the race. He was trying um, to, Do you reckon he was trying to fucking tank and like maybe there was a bit of betting well, money involved or something? Well, I don't know about betting money, but the fact that Why else is Yamaha, Yamaha has stood him down and are not naming a replacement rider for this week. So they got one bike short. So something fucked up has gone on. Wow. That they've suspended their they've suspended their own rider <laughs> and are not putting their bike in there, which Ooh. is gonna cost them constructors constructors points. Fuck so it wouldn't surprise like, it wouldn't surprise me if he if there was something out that it turns out they've like they're doing an internal investigation. This is a way to buy themselves time, you know. So you can buy mm. a couple of weeks by saying, No, we're standing him down and we're doing an investigation before you bring anything to the public. It won't surprise me if in a week or two it turns out like Oh, some chick he was fucking, he gave $10,000 to her to go and bet that he would, you know, be out of the race by lap something or other on some exotic Ooh. overseas betting agency. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't surprise me. Is he normally a guy who runs around like mid table or something like that? Or is he a challenger or? No, he's normally a pretty a challenger. This is Maverick okay. Finales. We've been talking about this dude for years. Yeah. Um, Just really strange. I don't know. I, I'm intrigued as to. <sighs> What kind of happens? But yeah, all, all very, very strange going on. Um, once you hear MLB something stat- like that, once you hear something like that, I just think straight away because we've heard so oh, many stories. So it's got to be a yeah. rort. You know, he's got to oh, be making mate, money I'm, somewhere. <laughs> I've never seen that in my life. Like someone That's being stood weird. down and not being replaced. Like it's, yeah, yeah. so, so, so weird. Um, Statman. We Statman. Uh, Corbin Burns uh, joins Aaron he joins Aaron Nola and Tom Seaver in 1970 as the only pitchers in MLB history this week to strike out 10 consecutive batters in a game. Yeah, that's nice, a, uh, Gary! That's fucking incredible. That's an incredible stat. Jeez. Three and a third inning straight of nothing but strikeouts. That's the, uh, way, you, that's the way you want to finish a game, eh? Just just, just seal it hard. <laughs> it was like bang, yeah. bang, 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 out, fuck off. <laughs> you know, yeah. like see you later. <laughs> well, this is in the middle of the game, but at the same time, still right. unbelievable. Ten straight strikeouts. Yeah. Um, I want to quickly touch on because we named this show Field of Dreams. I don't know if you saw this today, man. They uh, had Kevin uh, Costner a, thing. Yeah, they had an MLB game at the actual Field of Dreams okay. uh, field. Okay, and I saw it. I saw a tweet about it. Did you send it to anybody or anything? Or yeah, I, I okay. thought it. I retweeted it during the day. It's right. unbelievable what MLB it. have done with this thing. I look. sat there and watched it earlier today. The the replay. I got to halfway through it, but the production, the way they've done it, okay. man, it's absolutely magical. And dude, MLB is normally fucking pretty shit at doing stuff. Yeah, but they did this. And, uh, no, don't play it too much because we're gonna get fucking pinged on YouTube again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, come on! Who cares? Five people watch it. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I want to. I want to see it. So, but, okay, dude. 
Okay, so Kevin comes out. The players, to, these are legitimate players. They come out of the corn to join the field. Okay. That's I, how they run onto the field. I kind of remember. You're a baseball guy and I'm not. I kind yeah. of remember the movie, but uh, I remember James Earl Jones was in it. And yeah, I thought was. when I watched it when I was young, it was boring. And But I don't really like Kevin Costner much either. He kind of annoys me. See, I'm a big Costner fan. No, this, this thing's a, it's a, it's a movie of like, it's a magical kind of movie and about mm-hmm. like. So the, the field the is bomb. real, is it? Like it was there and it's still there. Yeah, they actually, they actually built it on a farm, right? And they, they plowed down some corn, built, built a field on the farm. And they said to the owners of the farm, like when they yeah. were making the movie, Hey, look, I probably would just hold off a little bit before you replant the corn on this field, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> and basically they've kept the field for the last 30 years. And then MLB said to him going, can we come out? We'd like to actually do a game out on here. We think it'd be a great publicity thing, et cetera, et cetera. And they've set it up. So literally. Is he reenacting the, corn... the walk though? That's kind of dude. No, no, no. He's just, he's just coming out. <laughs> no, um, but he looks like he's reenacting the movie or something and taking his glasses no, no. off and being dramatic and he's crying. It's really. very it's very dramatic. It's it's a beautiful moment. It's very magical. You don't think he's <laughs> you don't think he's faking it because he's a fucking actor? No, I think I think Kevin's. Uh, see, you're such right a here. baseball simp, Greeno. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh no, it's real. He meant it. It's so heartfelt and emotional. It's like, come on, yeah. he's an, he's Kevin Costner. He's ham acting right now. No, Look at him. Great. I love, oh, these I love Cost- Kevin. These Kevin. fucking Costner fanboys, man. I tell you, they just <laughs> can't good. see. They can't see how terrible he is. <laughs> In any event, though. He's, I heard a good like, joke earlier today. Like Kiefer Sutherland, man. They're both just fucking no. ham actors. How, how dare you? How <laughs> dare you compare Kevin to Kiefer? Um, <laughs> so they've done an amazing thing. You'll see the outfield is fucking corn. It uh, looks they've amazing. Got old time, yeah. They've got an old-time scoreboard. They built this whole field, right? Old fence. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, like. Well, there was no fence back in the day, yeah. but they, they did it all right. They were in the old, there you go. The players came out of the fucking corn. That's how they came onto the field. Yeah, that is, it's cool. It's a cool thing. Don't it, get me it's wrong. very cool. Yeah. But they're wearing old time uniforms, right? I they heard this are. joke this morning on an ESPN show where it's like, oh, we love the old time uniforms. We especially love the old timey Nike swish on them. <laughs> <laughs> they're also like, they don't normally wear belts now, do they? Oh, they wear belts. Do they? Oh, okay. They, yeah. they they kind of look a little uncomfortable in these uniforms. They, a lot of them are fidgeting and grabbing. You know how you grab the shoulders and pinch it? Like, see that? Like, with the, the legs and, like, it kind of looks uncomfortable to them. But I do love the old designs way more yeah, than the Yeah, the old designs. designs. They were in 1919 uniforms. Yeah. Um, I, like, I always love the old designs of, of everything. Like, the Celtic, you know, the Glasgow Celtic shirt hasn't changed since, yeah. like, fucking over 100 years, you know. Mm. Uh, like, I love it when football teams keep the same shirt. Um, I well, hate like it when that, they change the it thing, every year. You know? That's the one thing I'll give credit to the Yankees because I'm like, I thought they were meant to be wearing the old-time uniforms, but the Yankee uniform they're wearing is their old uniform. It is. It yeah. just looks the exact same as their current one. Yeah. They just don't really change it. Um, the White Sox, on the other hand, are wearing the 1919 unis. There's no, like, thing on the hat. It's just all clean cut. It's like... I'll give credit to MLB does a lot of dumb things and, and doesn't really promote the game well. Yep. This thing had me mesmerized all day. Like I went back and watched the replay. It, they they really captured it and really got the people involved. So there um, you go. I'll, I'll give a random nice Gary to MLB for actually doing nice something to promote Gary. the game positively when they normally just do a bunch of dumb shit. So um, well done. Ah, uh, let's get some plugs and get out of here, sir. Yeah, follow Greener at the starting block. One more drop the K at the end. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper. Um. 
I don't know. Winning TV is going to be on tomorrow night. Greeno, Saturday night. Um, we go. On DLive. Follow our friends. You know who they are. If you're listening to this, you know already. You know, you know the plugs. So let's not waste each yeah. other's time. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell